Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. We wanted to, to chat to a very good friend of the Limerick Today show, uh, somebody uh, that uh, we've had on the coffee break and other things over the years. And, of course, you hear him regularly on his own show on RT Lyric FM, and that is Lorcan Murray. Um, but he's going to talk to us about something a bit different this morning. Good morning to you, Lorcan. Joe, good morning to you. It's uh, nice to talk to you. Absolutely. And I can tell you that I think the last time that I was meant to talk to you was on one of the coffee mornings and I had to decline <laughs> for a very specific reason. You did, yeah. Tell us about that, Lorcan. Well, I hadn't been feeling too well and, um, uh, you know, I love going into you and then just suddenly uh, I was um, diagnosed with having COVID, which I, I, you know, couldn't believe, but there you are. So tell us about uh, the build-up to being diagnosed and how you were feeling, etc., well, it felt like a normal uh, cold. It was on, on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I just wasn't feeling too well. had the, the usual symptoms like most people. It was a, a sore throat and uh, just generally not feeling too well. But it began just began to deteriorate after that uh, in, into the new year. And coming up then, um, my GP said, look, you, you definitely you've got the COVID and uh, go for the test. And he was spot on. And um, I was, uh, yes, the test was positive. And uh, funny enough, my wife came along with me for the same test and she was negative. And so was everybody else then in the household. So I had to isolate and um, literally bedroom door closed and meals passed in the door. And that was that. And Lorcan, was it a, a, a terrible shock when you were told definitively, yeah, this is COVID? Well, I, I had I had been, uh, because of my work, Joe, you know yourself, um, and, and I was going live, so it was literally shut down in studio and at work. I was one of the only people in there. And because I was given that responsibility uh, by RT to, to go live, uh, I was extremely careful. So, um, and it was just before the, I suppose, the government said, look, there is no visits to households. At the time, there was one household, one visit. And... Uh, for me, uh, I stuck by that, and unfortunately, and uh, to my surprise, I I knew where I got it and and had the COVID, as I say, tested positive, and, and that was it. And so you were isolating as at home in your room, as you say, with the meals coming in the way that they should. <laughs> and how did it yeah. progress for you then? Well, the symptoms seemed to get worse, and it. Um, I obviously there was no smell. I had I had taste, but it was a kind of a metally, a metallic taste. And then, um, just the breathing started to get a little more difficult. So, I had gone back again to my GP, who was very good. He was he was worried about the breathing. He said, "Look," he said, "You see, it, you're deteriorating." And then, with um, on, I just was one of the unlucky ones. Joe, headaches, uh, feeling sick, um, very sweaty. Uh, you know, even at one stage, just collapsing with the, the the temperature and just like a faint and that, those kind of things. So um, anyway, uh, the advice was go to the hub. The hub said look, you should go to hospital. And I was trying to say, look, I'll be fine and I'd stay isolated. But at the end of the day, into A&E and that was the end of it. I just, I had developed COVID pneumonia and I just, the breathing was just so difficult. Sounds very frightening, Lorcan. Yeah, it was frightening. 
I tell you, when you're going through it at the time, you 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 just go through it. You're you you're sick. You're you you don't think of it like that. But I can tell you, when you go into hospital, and I I spent the day in A and E in the, in the evening at midnight. Then they found somewhere to put me in the, in the isolation ward, the COVID ward, and I can tell you that was more frightening, really. Why was that? Is it? Well, you go in, you realise, yes, you have COVID. I mean, everybody, everybody. And, you know, when you talk to people every day, when you're on the phone, you're meeting people, and everyone's trying to avoid COVID, and everyone talks about it. But when you get it, and when you have to go to hospital, you realise how serious it is. And when you see the work and the effort that the medical staff go to, to, first of all, try and get you back on your feet, second of all, uh, to avoid contracting COVID-19 themselves. I mean, when you're in the ward, and when you're being treated, they are completely gowned up, uh, goggles, masks, etc. But when they leave, if they, if, if they even forgot to get a glass of water, or if you, you ask for something, they've to de-gown, bin everything, and gown up again and come back in. And those kind of things, um, you just see how serious it is. And, and really, it's, it's the other side of it. And I think that's what brings it home. If you've had it, if you had to go into hospital um, or spoken to someone who's in there, and, and you see, I mean, I felt I was one of the luckier ones. But so many people on oxygen, so many people needing uh, assistance for different things. It's just, uh, it is scary. That is the word, it is scary. Mm. We're chatting to RT Lyric FM broadcaster and good friend of the show, Lorcan Murray. Uh, what was the sort of treatment you got on the COVID ward then? Um. Well, I, I, to be honest, um, the treatment and diagnosis from A&E, when I went into A&E, and you know how busy they are, and they were extremely efficient in uh, UHL. And I, I have to say, they diagnosed it, they, they pinpointed it when my bloods were checked, their, their blood levels indicated um, their clotting, and uh, they were very worried about that. So immediately, bloods had to be thinned. So... That was the first thing, to get the, the, the blood thinned, try and avoid it, not at all, all costs. And then uh, to get the CT scan, uh, which which doesn't happen straight away. They're so busy, everyone needs a scan for different reasons, whether you have COVID or anything else. So you have to wait for that. But the most important thing is to have it diagnosed. And I was lucky enough to come through that. That was okay. And then just to, to fight the pneumonia, they obviously sets of antibiotics and, and your, the, um, I can tell you, steroids, they play with you when, when you start getting those in. Steroids. On board. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, steroids to fight the pneumonia and get you back breathing. And um, uh, the, the dose of steroids would have been, in my case, very strong. But um, uh, getting myself out of hospital was my priority. Obviously, you're gone past the COVID time, so you can come out, but you're you're not well. And they um, and, and did you need any it. form of artificial ventilation or, or specific help with breathing like that? No, I was very lucky. My breathing was very very low, but I suppose because of a spit joke, um, I, I my oxygen in, intake for the very small breaths I was taking, well, it wasn't too bad, and. Um, I, I was making progress at that stage, uh, biting it too. So, yeah, because you've always struck me as a fairly healthy guy. You, you look after yourself. 
<laughs> like to joke. <laughs> Say the nicest things. But yeah, I, I would. I, um, I was back in November. I'd back, I had stopped running for a while. Obviously, long walks and that. I, I enjoy brisk walks like you do. But I, um, I started back running uh, just short runs, be five, AK, AK would kind of be my standard. And, uh, you know, and, and a very comfortable pace as well for myself. So that brought the levels up and uh, walking. So coming into it, I'd say I would have been very fit. So I I was surprised that I would have been, knowing other people who have had COVID, who didn't lose a night's sleep, and uh, me being fit and, and healthy on no medication, don't smoke any of that, yet to be hit with such a bang. So the learning curve there is, and, and even to pass advice, no matter how bulletproof you think you are out there, um, I would say that, and, and lucky enough to be at this end of it, uh, feeling very comfortable to say, you know, you, you must be careful. You know, you know, really be careful. This won't go on forever, please God. And the vaccines are coming, but be careful. That would be my message. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're trying to broadcaster Lorcan Murray. And when you first went into the hospital, there seems to be two streams. Is there people that they're dealing with with COVID, and then others in the A and D? Yeah, that that was to my um, well. It was amusing in a sense because when, normally when you go into A and E, you know, you wait and it's busy. But uh, yeah, you get the royal treatment when you've COVID because you're you're moved into an isolated area. In my case. It was in, um, and it was my first visit to the new A and E, as it were, out there. And I could, it, it's, it's, it looks spectacular, the equipment, uh, the new buildings. But um, yes, you you were isolated, and they they treated you. Um, but again, in and out to me, they'd have to be careful. They were being careful, and actually, Joe, you can see, um, there, you can see that they were under pressure for staff. And uh, there's no doubt about that, uh, particularly in the evenings uh, in the in the ward in the COVID ward now, and because obviously the nurses have the responsibility for the people you're talking about, the rest of the people who have normal and serious problems, but not with COVID, and I mean they have to be looked after, uh, obviously in the same way. So, um, it's it's tough for the staff, sure, and so many of them have had COVID. Um, I mean, I'm they're, they're obviously understaffed, and they cope very well. I just the attitude and personalities of the staff are great, in the sense that knowing the kind of pressure they're under, I would have to say, and that's not just you know towing the line and going along. Everyone says frontline workers are great. Yes, they are, but um, it's their attitude and their mental well-being. Uh, you know, they keep themselves, you know, on top of things and, and they're good. I'm looking around the COVID ward then when you were in there at others, Lorcan. Um, I had that conversation, Joe, with my wife. And to be really honest and open with you and with those listening, I, I it, it upset me. And you, I cried, Joe. Um, now, I suppose because of my mental state coming off that um, steroid, after nine days on it, it was cold, turkey come off, so you were feeling a little bit anxious and maybe a little depressed, but uh, it really upset me. Um, looking at people, there was there was some people younger than me, but were, you know, most people were older than me. And uh, some of them had other issues as well as the COVID, and it was so difficult for them, and all on breathing apparatus and, and oxygen and even to go to the loo, that, you know, that they may need help and that, just all those things. And the staff trying to allow people to keep their dignity in the best way possible, 
which which is what I mean by the staff trying to uh, help everyone uh, in a, in a very positive way. They you you're they they allow you to keep your dignity in the best way possible when you're not feeling well and just under the the oxygen and, and all the different things, you know. Yeah. And Leo has given us a, a buzz to say Lorca Murray's a really great guy. Hope he is well now and wishing him all the best and happy to hear he's back on the air with uh, his RT Lyric FM show as well. But you were in there Thanks. Thanks. at the height, weren't you, Lorcan, uh, of yeah. it, you know, in January when things were really, really bad? That's what I said to you. Um, the family here, they opened a ward for me. When I, when I was in A&E and... Uh, it came to midnight and was trying to go uh, sleep. And that was the other thing, Joe. You can't sleep. Uh, I couldn't sleep, certainly. And um, that's the thing you need. You need sleep to fight this thing as well. And, and it was very hard. But they, when I say open award, when when you say uh, it was peak time, yes. Uh, and at midnight, was woken up, brought upstairs um, into a ward. Where am I going now? And it was you know dimly dimly lit. It's, it's night time and. I came down through the, the ward for, for the other wards, the normal wards and, and rooms, as it were, and in through these doors and into a ward, and it was empty. There <laughs> wasn't a soul in there. And um, I was parked up and, and put on the, uh, the medication and everything else. And three o'clock in the morning, the doors crash open, someone else comes in. Five o'clock in the morning, the doors crash open. And at seven o'clock, same thing again. So you weren't going to get any. But these were all COVID patients. The ward was full by mid-morning. Really? Yeah, and it was a ward specifically set up again for COVID because it is isolated. It has a separate toilet um, outside, and and you can't go beyond the bounds of that. They don't let you, obviously. Um, And then they monitor that as well. And that's another thing they have to monitor uh, to make sure you you don't come into contact with anyone in, in any other part of the extended ward, you know, the, the, the normal part. Uh, we're chatting to broadcaster Lorcan Murray. If you'd stay with me, Lorcan, because I think you're giving sure, us a real sure, sense sure. of what people are dealing with, uh, people who've had it like yourself, and then when we talk about the front line and we talk about the pressure on the hospital, um, I think it's very helpful to hear from you this morning. So we'll take a short break and come back to you. Call Limerick Today now on 46 we're spending some time this Monday morning chatting to well-known Limerick broadcaster with RT Lyric FM, Lorcan Murray, about his experience with COVID-19. And Lorcan, before the break, you were telling us about being in hospital. How did you communicate with family and the outside world? <laughs> Just by phone, Joe, that was it. And um, uh, I suppose the other thing is, you know, we sometimes I'd FaceTime my wife and that, but you're very conscious of your surrounds. So it was just uh, basically on just the phone. Yeah. And was that sure difficult? Enough. Was it lonely and a bit scary? Um, no, I suppose, it was, if anything, it was, it was the opposite because it was comforting being able to talk to them. Um, yes, you're very tired. Um, you don't want to talk for too long because you're breathing. I found just talking for uh, some length of time. <laughs> and as you know yourself, Joe, uh, you're good at talking, so it's not often when <laughs> you're finding it's a little bit of reluctance or, or something inside telling you not to talk. But in this case, it, yes, it was it, it, the phone, but uh, you didn't talk for too long because you just hadn't the energy. Uh, and then clearly for you it was, look, I want to get well enough to leave and get home. So how long were you in there? No, I was in there for four, uh, 
four days, four nights. They wanted to keep me for another. Um, I was mad to, to get out and anything that was I was being given, I could have a prescription at that stage. And um, so, uh, yeah, that was, that was the length of time that I was in and to get home. And um, they obviously arrange for all your meds and that. So that um, so that was another week really recovering, uh, you, you know, with, um, I suppose a recovery where I couldn't really take too much exercise and, and just trying to get back there. But now it's great. Energy levels are just down. That, that's about it. Right, but, yeah. Talk to me about that, the, the energy levels. Yeah, just you. If you now, I'm trying to do what everyone else does normally and go for your 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 long walks and uh, take it in and uh, do, do the try and do the, the you know anything over five k to ten k, uh, which which really are pushing it. So it, I'd be one of those who'd always try and just push it out. I'd do it on my own a lot, but I would try and, and push it out. So just the energy levels. You can do it, but as soon as you when you get home and that, no, you you need to take it easy. It sounds like COVID gave you a right belt. I'd say, yeah, I, I suppose I should find, think of myself as being unlucky. Whatever whatever way I caught it, whatever way it caught me, um, yeah, yeah, it did. It, 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 again, just going back to the idea that I would have said, sure, look, I'm fit, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm well able to... to do things and that, but no, it 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 did it put a new perspective on things. Health is wealth, that the the old cliche, but it really is. And you know, if you don't need to um, uh, do something, just don't do it. Hang in there, and even if you, if you do think you're, it's it's getting to you. I, you spoke about mental health, and yeah, and that was the one thing with COVID. You, you, I, with the medication, I found I was anxious. Bad thoughts coming up, bad thoughts, things that would annoy me or things that are parked away in a different place in your head, they'd come back before anything good or anything positive. So um, eventually they just all go and you're back. So, Was there any moment where you thought, I might make my way through this? Uh, no, no, never never at any time did I think that. I always, you're, you're fine. Now, I would think uh, I wouldn't have been the worst. I mean, I wasn't in ICU. I was only in, in um, extensive care, but... Um, no, no, not at all. And were there people on the ward who didn't make it? No, not with me. People who were in my ward were people who came back out of ICU that just needed a lot of um, a lot of care. No, no, that's but interesting, isn't that. it? Because we hear about those figures from time to time: people discharged from ICU. And and I have yeah. to say, I often wonder what does that mean. So you, you would have seen some people coming back from there into the ward. Yeah, I, I would say people that, uh, um, I mean, I didn't speak to anyone, actually. We did. There was no conversations. That was the one thing. I'd be chatty, but there was no conversations with people, really. They're just not in, in, in a mental state to converse, I suppose, or everyone's kind of mind themselves. And, and um, for the older people, I would think the biggest loss for them is not being able to be in contact uh, with people with their own family, direct families. That's hard. And, and Lorcan, your, your view of COVID before you got it and your view of it now? Um, I was very careful, Joe. It, 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 funny, uh, it, they, they were saying I was the, the Howard Hughes that worked because I was just so paranoid and I, I everything was cleaned down. Um, 
I would have been aware of it and, and definitely did not want to contract um, COVID-19 and made every effort. But I did get it. Uh, it was a one-point contact. I knew where I got it and was able to relay that to the HSE. But um, actually, the, the point of contact where I got it, um, they had already gone and uh, had a test and uh, they were positive. So that would have looked like, I mean, you, you can never say 100%, but I would have been so careful uh, I could pinpoint all right. But, you know, in saying all that, um, you know, you're saying, uh, was I worried about it? Yes, I would have been worried about it. But having got it and come out the other side uh, and just unlucky enough to get a bad belt of it, uh, I would say, be worried. To anybody out there, be worried, no matter what age you are, because if you can't, uh, contact COVID-19, you can give it to someone else who might end up in, in a very bad way. That's the thing to remember. Having had it, do you have any protection from getting it again? Well, <laughs> am, am I bulletproof? <laughs> I would say, um, going by just medical journals and my uh, GP and others, that you're still in a position to pick it up and pass it. Um, because there's antibodies in your blood, you have it um, maybe for a few months, not uh, get it yourself. That's what the, the, the general statement is, that you can't uh, get it again for a few months. Uh, I wouldn't be taking that chance, <laughs> to be honest. But um, so so that's it. Yeah. I, do, I don't know is this the true answer to it. Yeah. I would think, yes, obviously, they say for a few months, no, you won't get it. But then, Joe, you hear about strains and different things, so you don't know. Yeah. No, listen, I know you enjoy your rugby, and it was interesting to watch an empty Aviva <laughs> Stadium again yesterday. Of course, a lot of what you do outside of your work with RT Lyric FM is yeah. events, and, and they can't happen yeah. now. And, and I suppose a lot of people talking to us on the show, you know, yeah. who haven't had COVID and haven't been directly touched by it, they're really struggling with this lockdown, with the things that they're being asked to do and the sacrifices they're being asked to make. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know my involvement with uh, Munster Rugby and I love the fan zone and love the fans and sometimes the pitch side. Um, I, I miss that. So if I miss it, everyone else is missing it in the very same way. Uh, love the rugby. Um, after yesterday, I I just I want to get into a stadium and cheer them on. I, you know, that's all. We need a bit of, okay, we're missing our half-backs on that, but to cheer on a, a team. And listen, Joe, I'm in a, in a household where there's my smallies are Liverpool fans. I'm a Leeds fan. I'm a big Irish rugby fan, and it's all going wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But I, I say you're you're delighted to be back on the air, though, at Lyric. Absolutely, it, it really is, and and it was so heartwarming and uplifting for um, listeners to the station, listeners to my program, to send good wishes, and and people were genuinely concerned, and I, that is really heartlifting and and very heartwarming, and I can tell you. You know, it, it puts things in perspective, you know, focus on family and health and, and your work and anything that doesn't agree with you, stay away from it. It's it really, you know, it's great to be back. Yeah, it's great to be back. Oh, OK, well, listen, we were sorry to hear you had it and it yeah. given you such a belt. Delighted to hear you're uh, back through it and, yeah. and back at, at work. Um, and we thank you for talking to us this morning because I do think it's important that somebody, you know, who'd be well known like yourself might tell that story and just give people a sense Thanks, Joe, yeah. of, of what it's like. 
um, inside the hospital as well as everything else. So listen, take care of yourself, Lorcan. Yeah. Do you know? And Joe, before you go, just to say, I, I look forward to our next live cup of tea. Oh, listen, <laughs> won't that be brilliant? Huh? Won't, it'd be nice to have people in the studio again.